0: Welcome to Building Charleston, a podcast where we shine a bright light on the dynamic companies changing the landscape of Charleston, South Carolina. My name is Matt Chapterlane, and as your host each week, I'll be bringing you the most interesting business owners in the Lowcountry. We'll explore how they got to where they are, what they're working on, and what their vision is for the future of Charleston. Thank you for being here. I hope you enjoy this week's episode.
1: episode of Building Charleston is brought to you by Lane Commercial Real Estate, the Low Country's premier commercial real estate brokerage firm focused on Charleston's office, retail, and industrial tenants. If you're responsible for your company's real estate needs and your company is expanding, looking to open a new location, or opening the first location in the Charleston area, give Lane Commercial Real Estate a call at 840. 404 3038 Or go to the website at www.lanecre.com. That's laimecr ecom
0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Building Charleston podcast, the podcast where we take a moment each week to meet the people who are changing the landscape of Charleston, South Carolina. My name is Matt Chapdelaine. I am the host of Building Charleston. I'm also the broker in charge at Lane Commercial Real Estate, the premier commercial real estate firm here in the Low Country. Today, we're recording our first podcast of 2020, the offices of Lane Commercial Real Estate and the Building Charleston Studios. A reminder that you can not only listen to this podcast on your favorite podcast station, so that's Apple, iTunes, Google, Spotify, whatever you want, we're also recording this live on YouTube and Instagram, so we have multiple platforms that you can watch it in the year 2020. This week's topic focuses on a growing industry, someone called a budding industry. Haha. According to Wikipedia, and I'm going to read from this right now according to Wikipedia, the Hemp Farming Act of 2018 was a proposed law to remove hemp, defined as cannabis with less than 0.3 percent THC, from the Schedule 1controlled substances and making it an ordinary agricultural commodity. Its provisions were incorporated in the 2018 United States Farm Bill that became law on December 2018. Most of you probably know hemp as the plant that's used to create CBD oil that we see more and more these days, but as well, it's found in a lot more. And today's guests are going to tell us a little bit more about the CBD and the hemp industry. So today's guests are Matthew Gwynn from the Holy Leaf, a CBD oil shop here in the Charleston area, and Artie Perry, who's an independent hemp industry advisor in Charleston. Guys, welcome to the Building Charleston Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So before we get started, I think it's important for the listeners to know a little bit about you. Matt, I'll start with you. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what your business is?
2: Well, my name is Matthew Gwynn. I started the Holy Leaf, I guess, in the beginning of last year, 2019. I mean, the whole idea came about in, I'd say, 2018, when I'm just going through a lot of stuff in my life and just a lot of changes. And I just had a baby. And, you know, I've always been business minded and always wanted to start a a business of my own. Always been cannabis friendly and in that whole market realm. But when CBD came about, it was like, you know, that platform to start a business and to help people, you know, from all the benefits and I've seen it firsthand
0: who it helps. Good. Well, I want to dig into you know some of the benefits as
3: we kind of move through the show. But Artie Perry, if you wouldn't mind, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. I'm native of South Carolina. Grew up on a dairy farm here in Barnwell County, which is not too far away from Aiken. Mm-hmm. Worked for several different political leaders here in South Carolina, a governor, a senator, and later went into the automotive industry for about 25 years doing executive management work for many companies there, helping with BMW, Mercedes, Volvo, that kind of orientation and Got into the hemp industry from a consulting perspective back in 2018, when uh, I certainly started to realize that the supply chain management was being broken, and that was where we needed to fix it. Okay, very good. So let's dive into a little bit of what the hemp industry
0: is here. You know, I think it's good to start basic. So, you know, Matthew, I'm going to direct this question at you. What's the difference between THC and, you know, I mentioned cannabis, versus hemp and CBD products?
2: Well, the biggest difference is that THC has a psychoactive effect. Or some people will call it the high, so Mm -hmm. to speak. And CBD is all the same benefits that THC has, but remove the high, remove the euphoric effects, and you have CBD. So give me an example of somebody who might be taking CBD or would want to consider taking CBD. Anybody who is dealing with, I would say, like critical pain, depression, anxiety. There's a number of things. Sleep deprivation. That's where it starts. Okay.
0: You know? Are there different oils or different compounds or combinations that one would take for one ailment
2: versus the other? Yeah. Something like, say, arthritis, you would probably want to go with the topical and mm-hmm. apply that right on to the trouble area. Something for chronic pain, I would use a tincture because you're going to get a longer lasting use out of the tincture.
0: Mm-hmm. or More use for your money, I guess. Yeah, it goes by preference, too. So already we see CB shops and obviously it's become you know, much more prevalent. And as we drive around town, we see shops like the Holy Leaf over on John's Island or West Ashley. We kind of right. made us to exactly <laughs> what part of the city that is, but we kind of go in big picture. We've talked a lot. I know you've got your pulse on what's going on. I think hemp as it applies to the industry of hemp is so much more than just the CBD oil or can be.
3: Tell us a little bit about what you're working on. Yeah. So hemp as a word is something we've all kind of selected as a focus area for when we're talking about the CBD section of the business so far. It's all a cannabis plant. It's just different versions of of cannabis. But we know that that word has taboo nature. So Mm -hmm. we're creating our own language as we go along. The education process throughout the United States is very absent in this space because even though the government has authorized certain things to happen, you know, not everyone is read up on all those items and how they interact with themselves and I think what's going on more so than ever right now is the curiosity from the public because we all know we have things that we need to change in our life. We're all looking for a longevity issue and there's a lot of great suggestions that suppose that the cannabis plant has many different functions. Okay. You talk about the public being interested in this and kind of trying
0: to educate themselves. Right. The states are doing the same thing. I know you, you advise multiple states and kind of their, you know, their
3: rollout or what right. the opportunities are. What are the states thinking on kind of a state-by-state basis? The states are very conflicted predominantly because of where cannabis has been in the past. And it has been the responsibility of law enforcement to protect the public. It's just a fact that the U.S. government has no history whatsoever in removing any substance from a schedule one list. So we're all in brand new grounds. It doesn't matter which branch of the government you're talking about or on a private sector. There mm-hmm. is no expertise. Yeah. There are people that are becoming expert at certain functionalities, but. The fact is, there's holes everywhere throughout the whole system. The jobs that the individual state legislatures have been given is to place in the hands of an entity, in most cases, it's the Department of Agriculture in those states, to develop an industry. It's also unusual that the Department of Agriculture in many states would be responsible to develop an entire industry from zero, because we don't do that often. Sure.
0: Well, give me some examples of what, called the hemp plant, can be used for, in addition to CBD, because I've I've been working with the Holy Leaf guys for a while, and yeah. I always have a great business. It's you know really fascinating to me. But when you know when you you and I talked, called the echo boom of wh- right. what can be done with this biomass. Like, what else besides CBD
3: oil can can hemp be used for? Yeah, depending upon what research you look at, there's been documentations that says it has twenty thousand different uses. I've seen twenty five thousand different. I've seen <laughs> a fifty thousand. A lot. Yeah. The the point is that that's exactly what's generating from this. We have a, a new population a new technology we didn't have 60 years ago and so we're focused in areas that we didn't think of 60 years ago it's not taking a point at them but the action item is that this generation right now is thinking of ways far beyond using the fiber as rope and using mm-hmm. the material as, as cloth or the cbd as oil or lubricant there's just so many different ways to look okay at it.
0: the hemp fiber or the biomass can be used in super packaged goods it can be used right. in cars
3: correct it's very strong. Is there an environmental aspect to it? You know, it's suggested that it is because it has an absorption rate Mm -hmm. uh, as a fiber. And so there's a lot of speculation that it could work maybe in super sites. I mean, there's a lot of cleanup around this world because we haven't really taken very good care of our world the way we should. So I'm hoping that maybe there'll be more development on this.
0: Okay. Matt, I'm going to bring it back to you a little bit now. The CBD oil business, obviously two years ago, three years ago, there were few, if any, shops, right? The farm bill that I referenced before kind of changed all that. How
2: big is just the CBD oil business in your estimation? I mean, it's huge, and it's still growing. Mm -hmm. It's projected to be like a $20 billion business by 2022. Wow. And things are going to change from CBD because it's not even the only cannabinoid in the plant. You know, right now it's the cheapest, and it'll change later to CBN Mm -hmm. or CGN or some of these other ones.
0: Do you expect that any of the stuff that already might be working on some of these, you know, the fiber or some of these alternative uses will maybe like affect the price? Will it drive down the cost because there's more hemp production? Will it drive the price up because maybe there's more demand, you know, for other, other uses any, any thoughts on that? Well, my concern with
2: that would be is the quality Mm -hmm. of it. I wouldn't want just mass produced hemp unless it's going to be quality. Mm -hmm. The products are only going to be as good as the person who's growing it, flower, you know, there's people who grow a crop and then they got to throw it out because it was tested too high or, you know, something like that. That's very big. That leads me to
0: another good question.
2: At least I think it's a good question.
0: What's the difference between different CBD shops? So what makes the Holy Leaf uh, special? And if I was going to
2: someplace else, what should I be looking for? I think the biggest thing that probably separates us would be our products. You know, I've searched and been to a lot of different shops and there's some nice ones. And then There's a lot that just seem like they're trying to imitate someone else, just grabbing all the CBD oil they see on the market and just throwing it in their store. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of backlash coming from some of these people where like they're saying there's terpene infused and it's not terpenes from cannabis. It's just saying they're putting it on a bottle. And I think that's the biggest thing that separates us is that all our products are third party lab tested. We've tried them ourselves. We have your favorite UFC athletes using our stuff. We have the best hemp flower, I would say, in the world. I don't want to say who it is yet until, okay. you know, people come to the shop All and right. see it. So, so go to the Holy Leaf. Go, yeah, go, go, yeah. go see yeah. Matt. Go see exactly. your partner in exactly. Norwood.
0: Go check it out. Yeah. Okay. okay. So this is a question to both of you, and, you know, feel free to kind of feel it as you want. You know, what's the future of, of hemp look like in Charleston? And I'll ask it maybe a separate way that, to make it a little bit easier to answer. Where are the opportunities to make money in hemp if you wanted to kind of get into the industry?
3: That list would be enormously long. Okay. I think it's fair to say that we're all caught up and being mesmerized by this process. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're less than, what, a year and a half into this, and you can see the energy that's behind it. There was a Harvard Business Review study that was done that talked about the three segments of where major indices are developed, whether it was the railroad or energy or dot-com or what happened. And... There's a lot of speculation that the hemp industry is that next big boom, and we're starting to feel it now. And so when you go from where we are in this wild, wild west, where everybody's just rushing in to do anything and everything short-term or long-term, you know, we get into the next stage where we're talking about the rapid growth and the consolidation, and then the third level would be the merger and acquisition. And then finally, what we expect is going to happen, the conglomerates are going to come in, the big pharmaceutical companies, they're going to take over some pieces of this, because Obviously, if it's going to solve health issues, that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. On the other side, it could be industrials. It could be whether it's protecting land. It could be to, they built rope and ships and things mm-hmm. out of this that who knows where this okay. is going to go. So, I mean, on a local scale for South Carolina, I think that what we're seeing now with the CBD shops is probably the best place to start. And he mentioned earlier, quality is a real key mm-hmm. because there are very few quality control parameters, not like we have in automotive or aerospace or in the marine industry where we trust. I mean, we all just recently know there's a new airbag issue on the market that we have to be aware of. There is no airbag protection issue in the hemp industry right now. Mm-hmm. so the regulations that he's talking about are things that are really needed to yeah. protect the public. So in terms of an item that might
0: be holding you know, the industry back. What's the biggest thing? Is it government? Is it public education? Is there
3: something that we're not talking about that's probably holding it back? Or is it just be patient? I personally think it's all of the above. Okay. I think that the lack of education is what's generated a poor level of understanding between a mass market. There are people that study it because they have the time to do it, and they know a lot more than the general public. But to take it to the next level, there's got to be a higher level of education across the board. Okay. So when it comes to education, I think that's a, you know, probably a nice
0: segue into this is a 20, 25-minute show. We can only get so deep on a lot of right. things. If I'm a listener to this podcast and I said, you know, boy, I want to learn more about the Holy Leaf. I want to learn more about CBD. Tell the listeners about your store, what your hours are, just in case
2: somebody wanted to come in and say, hey, listen, drop some science on me and tell me which CBD oil might be important for me. Definitely. The address is thirty-seven fifty Savannah Highway. That's on the corner of Bees Ferry Road and Savannah Highway. Some of the products. One of the best ones I would suggest is the full spectrum. That's where you get the whole entourage effect of the oil. It does have three percent THC, but their studies show that CBD works better. You know, with the whole entourage. Yes, the combination of THC. So that would be one thing I'd recommend. There is one local company that's pretty good. It's called Apis Mercantile, where they infuse their oil with bee honey. So, like the bees that's make great. the honey from using the pollination from the hemp plants. Very cool. And, yeah, so it's a pretty cool process, and that's one of our things that we look forward to seeing how our customers like it. it. Is another product that's actually FDA approved, where you can add it to baking mixes and stuff like that. I'm looking forward to see how people react to that. React to that. Yeah. 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 And already, if I'm so, oh, someone listening to this podcast
0: and I'm thinking. Boy, that Artie! You can probably fill in a lot of the holes for me. How would somebody, uh, you know, reach out to
3: you? Best way to reach me would be through email. Okay, which is Artie A R T I E dot Perry P E R R Y at a Perry C O like
0: Charlie oscar.com mm-hmm. Okay, and you know, to the listeners out there, I will always put people's contact information in the show notes. So, sure. if anyone's listening to this, maybe you're driving, you don't have access to a pen and paper. I'll put it all in the show notes, so cool. when you get to wherever you're going, you'll be able to get these guys' contact information and reach out to them individually. Maybe a fun question here to kind of give it off hemp a little bit. What do you guys do for fun in Charleston? Uh,
2: I mean, yeah, I like to eat. Okay. yeah, I like to eat. <laughs> like Red's Ice House, All's Chop House is good. Pearl's Oyster Bar. Okay. okay. Some of my favorite places. All right. You yeah, know, I'm, what about I'm you? a water guy,
3: so I like to be on the boat. I like to be on the beach. Yeah, I mean, it's great around here. We get great weather. I mean, can you believe what weather we're having this week? It was a nice chilly 62 earlier, <laughs> yeah, uh, but somehow we, survive, That's right. somehow we survived. You know, Somehow we survived. Well, this has been great, guys. You know, this is a
0: point of this podcast where we probably start winding it down a little bit. One question I'd like to ask of everybody, you come on the show because you're having a large impact on what's happening in Charleston. So just got to ask the question, Matt, already asked you individually, you know, what's your vision for Charleston as we move forward here?
2: I would like to see the CBD industry grow and the hemp and eventually legalization of marijuana here in South Carolina and hopefully across the country. I think it just makes the most sense at the end of the day. Very cool. Artie, what's your vision for Charleston? Yeah, you know,
3: Charleston's got a deep history as itself. I mean, it goes back far beyond our ability to control all of the different elements of what we fostered into history for the United States. And I think that we have a chance to be a leadership again. I mean, there's a, a fact that in 1802, you know, it was South Carolina that went to Eli Whitney and said, we want to have an option to use your prototype for building a cotton gin." And that was a major mark for South Carolina to jump out. There was a lot of things about the industry that needed to change. They wanted to get the jump start on neighboring states. And as we know it, I mean, South Carolina was a leader in cotton. Mm -hmm. I'm looking as a native of South Carolina for it to really step up and take a position in this and not really wait and see, but really just to make a decision. We're a big impact to the rest of the world, and we have a great port system. We have great leadership here, and it's really just time to activate it. I agree. Very good. I like that. Guys, thank you for coming on. This show
0: would not be possible without our sponsors. Our sponsor continues in 2020 to be pop, popcorn. I'm really excited about it. So, two bags here in the background. One is for, you know, for each of you guys. As I said prior shows and even prior to being here, they don't just sponsor us. They fuel my, oh, what's this? It's a uh, sweet. Holy Leaf shirt, Some swag. Sweet. Well, uh, we got some cross swag going on here. So, for those <laughs> listening at home, I, you know, Matt was just presented with a Holy Leaf t shirt. Thanks, man. This is we good. We'll, we'll, we'll have to wear it on the next episode. You know what? It might not fit because I've been eating a little bit over the holidays. Uh, so if it doesn't, it's just more motivation for me. Thanks, man. But yeah, this is this pop popcorn. Again, you're going to go home with it. It's at probably 10 different locations downtown right now. Also, going to put that in the show notes. Carm did a fantastic job of getting me all the locations that you can buy this. I don't have it in front of me right now, and I'm not going to try and butcher it off memory. So for those listening out there, you want a really good snack, get some pop popcorn. At this point, I'd like to offer my pro tip. The first pro tip of twenty twenty is get off to a good start. I think for most of us, twenty nineteen was a pretty awesome year. And we roll right into twenty twenty with all the wind at our back. It's a tough day down here in Charleston is 62 and you know, partly cloudy, right? We've got some we've got great weather, but we've got good business opportunities all around us. So if you're listening to this, you've got a small business or you've got your own, you know, enterprises, you know, my take, get out there, go get it, get off to a good start. So that's the uh, the pro tip for 2020. To the listeners out there, if you are listening to this, just remember we record just about every week. So tune in, like, and subscribe to the podcast. If you know someone who you think would be good on the show, definitely have them reach out to me because I'd love to hear the story, see what they're doing, and possibly get them on the podcast. With that, one last time, thank you very much to Artie. Thank you very much to Matt. Thank you. Go out there, everyone, and make it a great
2: day.
1: This episode of Building Charleston is brought to you by Lane Commercial Real Estate, the Low Country's premier commercial real estate brokerage firm, focused exclusively on representing Charleston's office, retail, and industrial tenants. If you're responsible for your company's real estate needs and your company is expanding, downsizing, looking to open a new location, or opening the first office in the Charleston area, give us a call at 843-508-3038 or go to our website at www.lanecre.com. That's L-A-I-N-E-C-R-E dot com.